And the show has started. Show. Showtime, baby. And Pat is show. MIA. Show. He's going to have some sort of excuse for that I didn't tell him enough time or something like that. Or maybe he'll join in the middle of the show. Uh, at some point, it's going to be drama, I'm sure. Uh, but we're going to have gonna be big, big drama. some guests coming in um, in a second here. So we look forward to that. Yes. This. Um, speaking of drama. What is going on with the British royal family? Tell me about it. I'm sure Rosalie has some oh, thoughts. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll wait to ask her about it because there has been some wild stuff. Accusations of racism. Yes. Uh, Prince something left the royal family with Meghan Markle. Well, that definitely and they just did said happen. we're done. <laughs> that we know. Yeah, for sure. we're not royal. We're not royal anymore. <laughs> and he lives in America now. We got yeah. it. We got him. He's back, baby. Recording live from somewhere. Hello. This is Rosalie and her mother. Dirty Whoa. Mads. Dirty. Dirty, dirty Mads. Yes. <laughs> Named after. This, this drink was created for this lovely young lady from Chicago when she came to Boston. We were in the Harvard Yard in Boston. And we created this drink for her. Mm-hmm. What, you created it for yourself or you created it for Rosalie? She no, created it we for created, Elle. We created it for Elle. Oh, for Elle. Oh, gosh. Most beautiful girl in Chicago. Birthday girl. <laughs> yep. Br- birthday girl. <laughs> That's right. Is it Elle's yeah, birthday? Yeah. It's in two days. In two days, it's her birthday. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday, Elle. Actually, in two days when Chubbs ever releases. When this, when this comes out, it'll be Elle's birthday. Yes, she'll be listening. Right. Perfect. So me. So what made you come up with this drink? How did you come up with this? Well, one night Elle was sitting on the couch, and we were all just sitting here hanging out. And Elle, I offered Elle a drink. So I said, Elle, how would you like one of my martinis? Now you have to keep in mind, I don't drink, nor do I make drinks. So I figured out this will this is Elle's going to be the person that's going to be the one that's going to be able to try my first drink. So we put the drink together: only Grey Goose vodka, Spanish Spanish olives three, and about mm, two tablespoons of olive juice. So Elle was sitting on the couch and. Fell in love with it. So really? Said, what, what can we call this drink? So we tried coming up with a name. And Elle came out with 
a dirty mad. So a dirty mad. <laughs> That's well. Her name is Mad. My mother's name is Madeline. In case you didn't get that yes, part. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I was being dirty that night. Yes. <laughs> so what you you clearly have a knack for drink making um, on your first attempt. So good job. Oh, thank you. I was thinking of becoming a bartender. My waitress career went right down the toilet when I served the salad after the meal. That was the end of that. (laughs) Some people like an after-dinner salad. Um, I think my dad being one of them. Yeah. Yeah, we do have the ingredients to make it. So we're going to do it per your instructions. Uh, Right now I have the stuff over here. You want us to walk you through it? Yeah, walk walk us through it. Yeah, we're gonna need a walk through. Let me. Uh, I got a cool cup. I'll be drinking it out of. I have a got mar- this at the dollar store for nice. one dollar. I found this martini. I do have a martini glass. Ooh. It's got a lot of fingerprints on it. Cool. Very nice. Let me get my vodka. Yeah. Are they? Are the glasses chilled, gentlemen? Uh, no, should they be? Unfortunately, they're not. They chilled. should be. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll put mine in the freezer for a second. Well, if you know that L is coming into town, you must always freeze the glasses. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. That's that's a good I, good step to know. I do have all my other things chilled. All the other ingredients are chilled. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Now, do I need a shaker for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Most hey, good. Okay. Have a shaker. I doubt one. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, how drunk do you want to get? Um, (laughs) Seeing that it's a Tuesday, pretty drunk, pretty drunk. Okay, Okay, so if you're just going for a slight buzz, two ounces of vodka. If you'd like to get hammered, four ounces. Four ounces, all right. I'm gonna go with the full four, Jay. What are you? Are you going? Yeah, two you know or what? Four? It seems like there's about four left in this bottle anyway. So it might be. To be fair, I'm not an expert with ounces. Um, I'm going more ah. on the metric system, but uh, well, I will. I will be making this uh, two precision with exactly four ounces. Okay. Or you can always count two. One, two, okay. three. <laughs> that makes it a little more fun. There we go. <laughs> Mine looks like about a three count. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a good amount of vodka. All right. Okay. Now take three olives, three Spanish olives. That's what I got. Spanish Alrighty. olives. Queen size. Mine are queen size. Is that too big? Oh, those, Queens, are, those, oh, are, those are perfect. perfect. Okay. Those okay. are the best ones. Did you get those at Trader Joe's? Um, to be fair, my roommate bought these a while ago, and he hasn't lived here in a while, so I don't know wow. <laughs> yeah, where he got so these. How, how long can you keep an olive? <laughs> it says it's still good. I looked at the expiration data. They're still good. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, three olives. Stop. Get it. Do you have a tablespoon? A tablespoon of olive juice. Okay. Two. Got my tablespoon. Okay. Um, fill up the shaker with ice. Oh, okay. I ice. Now, do we need vermouth in this? Mm-mm. No vermouth. No. Oh, is that what your text said after Rosalie? It showed up as just a zero than vermouth. Did you mean? Did you mean no vermouth? 
Yes. Okay. Wow. Now I have a bottle of vermouth in my apartment. So do I. So do I. Good. You need to elevate. I'm. I don't even know what vermouth is. I'm gonna smell it's it. A dry wine. You, that's how you make a real dirty martini with vermouth. So it's always good to have on hand. Uh, it smells. It smells delicious. So. Mm-hmm. I heard if you drink it straight, it's really good. I'm taking a sip. It's <laughs> gross. <laughs> okay, I got ice. All right, ice in the shaker. Shaker okay. is ready. Yep, shaker is prepared. Shake it up, baby. Okay. <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> Does the shaker cold. feel cold? Yeah. Oh, the shaker's cold. cold. Yeah. Yep. That's right. a headphone warning for okay, people pour, listening. Yeah, <laughs> warning after it happens. Pour it into the glass now. Okay. You put the olives into the cup. That's a garnish. Oh, a fun little garnish. Save the ice because you'll have the dirty ice on the side. And Ooh, another dirty cup. ice on the side. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, my shaker's going all over. Dirty <laughs> ice. All right, got my dirty ice ready. That's what mine looks Do like I chew that. the ice? Yep. And now, and now you have to say happy birthday, Al. All right. Happy birthday, Toast Al. Oh, wait for Steve. Happy birthday, happy, Al. Happy birthday, Al. Happy, Toast. Happy Toast. birthday, girl. Vodka. You know what? That's, <laughs> that's my first proper martini that I've ever had. <laughs> that's a, so how do you and think? Mine, too. How will you feel tomorrow morning after a couple of hours? <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think if I had two of those, um, I think it would be nap time. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's when after that, Elle goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get her to settle down. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that is good. Um, wow, I mean, I want some of you to design a drink in honor of me. That would be that's maybe my life dream, but. Elle's already got it, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, Elle, baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you don't and you don't drink it fast. You sip it, so okay. that's why you keep the ice on the side. And then if it gets a little warmer, you throw an ice cube in and enjoy. Okay. Good to know. Well, Good thanks know. for sharing your secret drink with us. Yes. <laughs> very happy. Very happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ha- have a good evening, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. You too. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, Rosalie, we did have one more question. Yep. Yep. Um, Paul was wondering what's going on with the royal family. Hi, society. Oh my gosh. Um, yep. Well, I mean, where do we start? <laughs> uh, from beginning. <laughs> um. Well, if you know this about me. For some reason, I'm not super in on the royals, but I've been kind of lured into the Meghan Markle story. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there's more going on than meets the eye. Um, there's this that whole what was the group called the um, Illuminati. Illuminati. No, yeah. the, oh, the, was a group in charge of one? I thought it was the, the institution. Queen. The institution. Um, and I think oh. that's obviously where all the problems are. Um, I think. Harry's gonna be fun once he's now that he's here. Um, I didn't know that it went this deep. It yeah, I mean it's really old. 
Um, I don't know all of the details on it. I just watched the Oprah special, and my favorite part about that was um, they had Archie's little chicken coop, and I think that was the best part of that special. Other than that, it was pretty sad and depressing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's history repeating itself, my mom says. Um, she thinks that they, what they're doing to her, with uh, Meghan Markle's, what they're do, they did to um, Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. And, yeah, I mean, she got out in time, hopefully. I'm going to have to look up this institution. They sound really uh, creepy. Yeah, see, if you had me on Kardashians, I could give you everything, but royals, <laughs> I don't know. I've never got super into them. There's no glitz and glam there. It's pretty drab. Well, yeah, they are dry English folk. Is there mm-hmm. yeah. is there any good uh, Kardashian updates we need? Well, they're um, ending their season in their series, and Chloe's actually in Boston with Tristan. And um, a few girls that I know have said that they've seen Tristan out, not with Chloe. Classic. So, oh, no. Wait, I thought they broke up. No, they, they're, like, back together. They're trying for a second kid. Huh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Court is dating Travis Barker. Correct. Okay, cool, cool. I know. I know Kardashian. Yes, <laughs> we know Kardashian pretty well. Yeah, you know how to pronounce their last name. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually from the, their country. I pronounce it the correct way, the Armenian way. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll give you more Housewives and Kardashians updates when you need them. And astrology updates as well. There's nothing good going on. So I'll let you know when something good's going on. Yes. When you start hearing something, you let me know. I'll let you know. All right. Bye, guys. Okay. Thanks, Rosalie. Bye. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? All right, well, we want to thank uh, Mads and Rosalie for joining. Always fantastic dirty to have mads, them. Dirty Mads. Dirty Mads. I will be uh, sipping this slowly throughout the episode here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I think if I just drank it all right now, um, by the end of the episode, there would be a different tone Yeah. Uh, to my voice. And I might start talking about, you know, alien a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, Russia and I don't know. Well, and I just won't. I, I won't finish and, yeah. it. I won't finish it. Exactly. So, actually, let's keep it on the drink topic. What about your Bud Light uh, lemonade that you were talking? You about? You want to keep it here? Listen to this, yeah. listeners. That's me double and double down, double fisting for Chubb. I'm currently in the process of reviewing the competitor to the drink I made famous truly lemonades. Yeah. So I'm drinking the Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade pack. It's a variety pack. Yeah. It's got, let me see, black cherry, strawberry, normal lemonade, and peach, which, um, you know, I lived in Georgia for a while. That's true. All the girls would call me a Georgia peach. So I'm excited to try that one. I'm saving that for last. Yeah. Um, I will say the Trulies taste better, but these Bud Light ones uh, seem to have less sugar yes. in them. So you don't get that like sugary stomach yes. feeling, I guess. Now, I've only had two and a little bit. So I'll let you know after the full four. I'll, I'll be done with these by the end of the episode. I think I'm going to chase my... Um, Dirty, dirty mads with these. 
But if you want to look a little bit more manly and still drink a lemonade seltzer, go with the Bud Light. Don't be worried. Yes. Now, how much different, Steed, are these than like a Mike's Hard Lemonade? Funny you should ask that because the store also had uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade seltzers. <laughs> they, I guess, truly, the truly lemonade ones were wildly successful. Yeah. I also know this because the price went up from twelve ninety nine to sixteen dollars. Really? For a twelve pack. Yeah. Wow. And now Bud Lights is sixteen. Uh, Truly's Mike's Hard is sixteen. So next, I might review the Mike's Hard ones, but I didn't want to spend, I don't know, fifty bucks on alcohol. Yeah, that's fair. At that's, once, that's, fair. that's very fair. Buying buying the Bud Lights, the Vermouth, which uh, will be in my cabinet for maybe ten years. Well, we'll find another purpose. Do you for have to Vermouth. refrigerate? <laughs> Do you have to refrigerate Vermouth? Um, no. Doesn't say it does. All right, I'll just leave it. There you go. I'll leave that on my counter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Then I bought the vodka. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. It's a. <clears throat> it's definitely more white trash. This Bud Light one. Okay. That's the taste. It tastes more white trash. Like, okay. uh, if somebody would push you in the mud and was like, "Drink this seltzer," it would be the Bud Light. That makes sense. It wouldn't be the truly you're like somebody serving you like golf balls for you to hit. Like you have a guy for that. And he's like, oh, would you truly also in this luxurious experience that you're having? (laughs) That's truly. And then Bud Light, somebody puts you in the mud and, you know, they're not very nice to you. They are wearing overalls. Yep. Uh, and that's my official review it's funny how these things go in like you see all these big phases of things like they went from obviously the seltzers were huge with white claw which is owned by mike's hard and then oh i didn't know that yeah what and then everybody else is making a seltzer and then truly who was kind of second coming to the seltzer game makes the lemonade then everybody else was making the lemonade and yeah and now i've seen the teas you know, those are yeah, I saw again. those. I was going to review those, but Tarjay was sold out of them. But those teas have been like they've had like the twisted tea for a while, you know, like, yeah, but it's ex- not like the seltzer tea. The twisted tea is just like the sparkling somebody the poured thing. alcohol into a pile of sugar. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just saying it's interesting how these things go in just phases like that. They're just like what's popular, and then you know, people get sick of something and then move on to the next thing, you know, yeah, um, yeah, I wonder what's next. Uh, Chub Step is next. That's what I heard. Yeah, or the Dirty Mads. All the all the people. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> gonna be a lot of a lot more car crashes. Yes, that's true. People start drinking. That's those. true. <laughs> that's true. So, Steed, one thing I was thinking about is uh, crazy people. I you know um, when I'm doing long trips, uh, me and my fiance like to put on uh, a podcast. There's a variety of podcasts. One of them though is like one of the ones that like every girl seems to like, which is like a murder type podcast. And yeah, people, crazy people, a lot of crazy people have these voices in their head that tell them to like kill people. And I was thinking, how come these voices never like tell somebody to do good things? Like, why isn't the voice ever being like, Oh, I got to clean the whole house, clean the whole house over and over again. I got to clean the neighbor's house. I got (laughs) to break in and clean the neighbor's house. Like, why is it never (laughs) like, I got to do a good deed. I got to, I gotta shovel. I gotta this. go plant a tree. I gotta go plant a bunch of trees. <laughs> plant trees that I mean, maybe that's what Johnny Appleseed had. 
Maybe Johnny Appleseed has some sort of psychosis <laughs> where he couldn't stop but planting seeds. So maybe, maybe it exists, you know, and maybe we're assuming all these great people like Mother Teresa are, you know, fantastic people. Really, they just had voices in their head that are, uh, you know, telling them to do all these great things. But it just well, seems like... Uh, jo- Joan of Arc actually had voices in her head from God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And, uh, That's, she... Yep. Yeah, I mean, one of them. I think some other people have voices in their head, but uh, yeah, not like. Well, I guess they have like impulses, but they're not straight up voices. Like that's exactly. I'm talking about the like voices oh. that are making them do these things. Like I want somebody yeah. to say, <laughs> "I had to start this nonprofit company because I had voices in my head that was telling me to do it." <laughs> they telling me <laughs> it's a charity. To solve the whole homeless problem. Solve it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this guy's just letting you know homeless people stay. You know, he's giving them mental care and he's helping them stay in in their in his house just because he had voices in his head. You know, I it, it just interesting yeah. that it always goes to the negative, and I'm not hearing. <laughs> I'm just not believing as much. Like some of these voices are coming from places that I wouldn't even know to pull voices from. Like one guy was saying he had voices in his head from some Egyptian god, and yeah. Not even Egyptian god I had heard of. Not that I've heard of that many, but, you know, it's interesting that... I've heard of a few. I've heard of a few, but it was not one of the ones I've heard of. And it's just interesting that, like, he's not getting one from, you know, Christian god or one of the main, let's say, the top three religions in the U.S. god. Uh, He's getting it from from ancient Egyptian god is where he gets his voices from. God nobody's ever heard of. And you would think it'd be a little bit more popular now if, they were able to transport voices over from, you know, that far away from that many countries away. Yeah. That's, which is somewhat comforting to me. Sometimes I'm like, man, I wonder if like I'm crazy or like going crazy. But then I'm like, I listen to a podcast like that. And it's like, uh, this guy, uh, heard his daughter's dogs telling him to go murder, uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm doing okay. I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing okay for myself. <laughs> Well, so much of things is perspective, right? I mean, like, how many times do you go, you know, like, there's times where you could be unhappy in your situation. And then you're because you're comparing yourself to somebody in what you perceive as a better situation than you maybe financially or whatever it is. But if you compare your situation, we are regardless of where you are in the US to somebody in a lot of times in like a developing country or something like that, it, it really does totally change your perspective and make you feel a lot yeah. more humble and things like that. You know, like I can think of like when I went to India, you know, I was like, Oh man, it's be nice to have a job and have some money right now. Um, <laughs> but then you're like, you're looking at people that are living literally in shacks made out of, you know, like tin that they find around and garbage and stuff like that. And you're, yeah. it really does put a different perspective of your compare. What am I, what am I, you know, I am able to live yeah, in a house Yeah, why am I where complaining I've... that yes. I only have one air conditioner in my yes. living room and not yes. in my bedroom? Yes. That's yeah. like... That my 45-inch uh, TV with, uh, you know, an Xbox, the internet's a little slow sometimes. You know, like... Yeah, <laughs> it is, it I, yeah like, exactly. Yes. Uh, but it's like, at least we have internet. At least we have these abilities and things like that. Like, it really <laughs> does... It is, But it is easy to get caught up in all of the you know, just like comparing yourself to situations that just, yeah, it's only not reasonable. people above you. Yes. And then, you know, and you never, you always assume those people are 
more happy or something like that. It's not always the case, you know, exactly. Yeah. Would I be more happy if I had $10 million? Yeah. I mean, maybe a little. You'd think so. You'd think so. Maybe not. Maybe Maybe not. not. Maybe not. Maybe jet skis aren't the meaning of life. (laughs) It's hard to believe that jet skis (laughs) wouldn't be, but it is possible. It is possible they're not. Yeah. Well, that's what I would spend my $10 million on. I would buy a fleet of jet skis. (laughs) World's largest jet ski armada. I like that. You're just going with like 10,000 people on jet skis, like just driving through the water. Yeah, well, I'd I'd have some type of army. We might be able to take ships. I don't know. I think it would you be could fun. be, if you had enough jet skis, you could definitely pirate some ships. Um, you might be able to take down like U.S. Army ships. They can't shoot all the jet skis. Yeah. The Navy, I guess. No, I an just, army ship. I don't know what you would get out of it, but yeah, I think you could probably take down one or two before you would get taken out, depending on how big your I, army I just want to drive it. I want to see how fast those big battleships can turn. I feel like the, the better <laughs> See option, if I could flip it. The better option to be instead of when you enlisted in the army would have been enlisted enlist in the navy and find <laughs> I sneak my way up into and the your way steering into room thing. and just be like hey guys and just grab the wheel and turn yes that i mean thing. that would have been better than trying to win 10 million dollars to get a jet ski army to attack a ufo <laughs> <a> boat <laughs> you know what what i will say it's Steve, probably more financially sound yeah when fair when I, yeah what I will say is when I went to San Diego, um, I did this a couple of years ago and we did this tour that was like basically did this boat tour in the Bay of San Diego. And I, there were so many boats there. And at that point I was, you know, I'm not like a huge fan of like crazy military spending or anything like that, but I had never felt more safe in my life than when I was in this Bay of this, like one of the largest Navy fleets for the U S in San Diego and they were just oh, yeah. these. It's, they look like they look like the ships on Star Wars. I mean, some of these some of these boats are so ridiculously <laughs> futuristic looking, and you're just like, okay, like <laughs> you know, you can do whatever. Yeah, you good want. luck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how I felt when I joined the army. I was like, well, not when I joined, but a few months in, I think I went to train in California. Yeah, and like you just see the way like our military like all the equipment we have is like top of the line you're trained on like all the russian equipment too because they're the other big like arms maker not that the russians are the only one using it but yeah you're like trained on their stuff and like their capabilities and you're like we would fucking roll any country trying to fight us just like steamroll them we have like just mountains of tanks like planes and boats and like stuff made for everything i'm like it is insane like yeah we spend a lot of money but and right now you're kind of like who would ever like it would be insane if like a country tried to take over a country but i guess russia does it they just took over ukraine and nobody did anything yeah i mean it definitely happens all over the world on smaller scales you know in times and then obviously when it's happened on larger scales that's been world wars and things like that but yeah it's it is wild to to think about and again it's like one of those things where it's like oh yeah i don't like the implications of of where you know how money is being spent but at least uh like i said at that moment i was like well at least i feel safe i feel (laughs) i feel safe right now yeah i'm not i like i don't sit at home and worry about if another country is going to attack because of do you think that 
there would be a World War Three where a country's like, I'm taking over the world. I, I always like. Wouldn't that be insane? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I, I think I think that's. Oh, I think yes. The answer is yes. Could that happen? Yeah. If you look at some of the ways that some of these like wars have started and stuff, some of it's so ridiculous. You know, like World War One, the way that whole that whole thing started was just kind of random and because of a lot of treaties and things. Well, it was like just that. all the treaties and allies, and then yes. they're just like, "We doing this? I guess we're doing this." Yeah, I know, and that's and that's what's so. So, could something like that happen again? It could definitely happen again because it's just like you would you would think that you know that wouldn't, but. Could there be some? I don't think any anybody predicted the first one. It just kind of like one thing led to another, led yeah. to another, led to another, and all of a sudden they're everybody's fighting everybody, and it's yeah, just not. I feel like that was Europe was well. Europe sucks. They're just still pissed off about like medieval castles and their kings <laughs> and stuff. A lot <laughs> like... of medieval resentment. <laughs> and then if there were like a government. Now, like in in our age of like technology and like whatever the internet, if whatever, let's say India was like, you know what, China or whatever, China's like we're taking over the world. Do you think the Chinese people would be like, yeah, let's do this and fight, or do you think they would be like, screw this, what are you talking about? Well, you would but even in America, if, if America was like we're taking over the world, I'd be like, no, we're not, dude, chill. Yeah. And that's what you you hope that if something did, like that did happen, that you would have reasonable people to be like, no, why are we doing this? But I bet you there was objectors to every, you know, in every group in every war, right? I mean, every country, I'm sure, had many people that yeah. objected what was going on. It just, what do the people in power think? But that I mean, was that's most really of them. Most important. We yeah. were in, in America was to fight communism. And <laughs> I'll join that war any day, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it just yeah it's one of those things where you'd hope that people would and then you just you never know because it's the people in power that are making the in the end making the decision so <clears throat> it's really kind of the majority yeah, and things like making that. the money yeah making the cash the kashish so speaking That's of kashish, about. speaking of kashish steed you were talking about uh fake or uh virtual money cryptos right yes yes um so what I was trying to do, I was trying to buy a computer, yeah, specifically one used for like uh, gaming, because I was I wanted to play some, you know, some games. So I'm like, all right, I'll go buy a gaming computer. So I go into Best Buy and I'm like, what gaming computers do they have? They're like, we got none, baby. I'm like, what? You got fucking none computers? Yeah, you're at Best Buy. You're a you're Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, I guess everybody's bored. And he's like, no, it's uh, they're Bitcoin mining. Oh, and I'm like, that makes sense because the gaming computers are have like they're powerful and they're like cooled and blah blah blah. <clears throat> so they're good for a Bitcoin. So I guess people just have been buying those in like staying supplies. Um, now the government is actually changing something in them so they can track when you're you start mining a cryptocurrency and then they if ever something in the computer processor motherboard or something so they the government figures out or the internet i don't know 
they figure out when you start mining and they decrease your computer's performance by 50%. Is this steed science we're doing? This is a small steed science. Okay. Those matters behave with each other in certain ways. And that, students, is chemistry. Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those different matters behave amongst each other in different ways. And that, children, is steed science. I just want people to know what they're listening to. Yeah, you're listening to Steve. So science. you're saying when the government so, knows somebody is mining cryptocurrencies, they it decreases decrease your speed. computer. Okay. Your computer's performance by 50%. Okay. Because this they don't want be, people mining it. I don't know why. I didn't get that far. But my theory is that it's just drawing insane amounts of power. So I found this chart from 2018. So this might have changed. It probably went up a little bit. So the cost to mine one Bitcoin, just based on uh, electricity cost. Yeah. In Illinois, it would cost you $4,152 in electricity to mine one Bitcoin on average. That's a crazy amount of electricity. I I use um in my use roughly thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Of electricity. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, four thousand dollars in electricity. So you would need to have computers cranking. Yes. Cranking. Um this said the Bitcoin network for mining consumes as a much as much electricity as two million homes that's yeah that doesn't seem like a great use of energy well yeah if you're like texas is like out of power or whatever yeah <laughs> and they're just like i gotta keep the bitcoin rig going yeah <laughs> bitcoin mining for however long it's definitely worth it like yes. if you could set it up because now you spend four thousand dollars in electricity and you end up making 60 or whatever 60 50,000 but yeah the bitcoin uh mines are destroying america and i will i'd like to tell you oh i'll give you a little steed science on how bitcoins yeah explain how bitcoins are mined all right this is going to be ugly and if anyone knows anything about bitcoin they're probably going to be mad at me <laughs> that's a good good way to preface it yeah <laughs> So to Bitcoin mine, you start, you got your computer or your rig. Everybody yeah. in the biz rig. Okay. Uh, and you are essentially having your rig do a bunch of very complex calculations um, to get a computers. block. Nerd computers, yeah. Yeah, you need a big-time nerd computer. You got to get blocks. So they have, uh, they have it set up so that the more people are that are mining, blocks it becomes harder to mine them so they don't want like 
you know, all the blacks gone because then no one's mining or something. But it's okay. So your miner's going, it's running, and it has to do an equation to like find this block. I don't, I don't even know. I'm just so confused. Wait, explain what a block so, is. Uh, what is a block? It's a. I don't know, Jay. I, I don't. Like, ooh, look at our, look at our science. I'm like, nobody gives a fuck about your nerd ass fucking computer shit. I've been trying to figure out what a block is for like a week. It's an imaginary thing. It's not even a thing. Okay. So Bit Bitcoin made, they just call them blocks, but that's just for like us to put a face to something. So they got the blocks. Oh, this is so confusing. Now I'm like kind of drunk and I'm wrapped my head around Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me find this other thing. Let me find this other thing. All right, so Bitcoins are mined from the blocks. Each is part of a blockchain. All right. So imagine like big the graphing paper. Okay. It's got all the blocks. Yeah. So the blocks are where the code is stored. You got the big code. Okay. So to mine the bitcoins, you gotta make a new block which linked together the other blocks by what's called hash codes. Kind of like docking. Are you you're yeah, it's like docking. So you have to make your block, dock that block with another block. Okay. Um, and to make the block, you got to create a new hash. So you got to create link. Um, and it's got to be above or below this thing called the target value, which is determined by the amount of users trying to mine Bitcoins at the same time. Um, so you don't actually know, like, they don't just tell you what it is to like figure this out with your supercomputer. So then once you dock, you have to solve a mathematical problem. It's so dumb that this one of these things costs $60,000. <laughs> All right. Now you got to do a math problem. This is, so you nerd, have to solve money. Like, this is nerd money. Yeah, exactly. So you have to get this, you have to then solve a math problem, which is known as a proof of work problem. So you're not actually solving it, your computer's solving it. You're, you know, you have a nerd computer and another nerd, a nerd program to solve the nerd problem. Anyways, once you solve this problem, it's your proof of work. So they know you're not a robot. I imagine where you have to click the pictures or like click all the pictures with a scooter and then you could click the scooter one. Yes. yes. It's like that, except they make you do math. They're like, do this math. And you're like, fuck. And then you get, uh, so once you solve the problem, you get, uh, your Bitcoin. Okay. So, so basically after you spend $4,000 in electricity, and then you dock with a you dock with another block. Uh, then yeah, you, have to you dock click, your block to you a block. You dock your block to a block, and then you have to click the picture with all the light, all the light posts or all the um, yep. yeah traffic Stop signals, signs. and then you get a Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense to me. <laughs> that adds up. Makes sense to me. I think I figured out. You know, it to it's be fair. Just, it, <laughs> Here, here's my thoughts. So I, here's the thing. I don't. 
I don't like to put money in things that I don't understand. I mean, obviously, now that you've helped me understand it, now I can put all my money in it. But yeah, I, I've only put money in like you know a little bit of money in one of the blockchain, you know, one of the cryptocurrencies because my buddy said that that's what I should, you know he's like he he's very into it, and he said I should put some into it. So I I did you know I followed his advice, if you will, and I did yeah, put some yeah. into it. Um, but I you know it's not like I'm putting my retirement in there because I just don't know enough about it. And I'm not a big enough nerd to understand it all, but it is, um, it is interesting. And what will be, what will become very interesting is if things start actually taking that as crypto as actual currency, because that's really when it's become valuable. Yeah. That's is, a crazy thing is, yeah, you can't use it. Well, you can use it at like, you want to buy a Tesla? Well, that's that's Bitcoin specifically, but cryptocurrencies in general, like I can't go to Doge, I can't get you know, like twenty Doge coins and buy a gallon of milk at, at the local grocery store. You know, not yet. But not yet. If uh, but once that starts happening, there'll be a much different world and much you know, it'll be a lot different to me. Um, I'll have a much different view on it and things like that. Now I'm still a little skeptical and things like that just because I don't know as much about it. I think if the government would just shut it down if you could just use it at stores. Well, they don't. They don't want that because they can't. They don't regulate it the same. They'd be like, yeah. They'd be like, you got to use our money. Yeah. yeah. PayPal. Exactly. They got all their money in PayPal. Yeah. I yes, I would agree, Steve. Is there anything else with this? Um. No, my brain is just melted, just trying to figure yeah. out what the hell a Bitcoin actually is. Yeah. And why people assign value to something with literally no value. <laughs> well, that's science. It's it's, it's that, science. Yep. Science, baby. So uh let's let's wrap it up there. I've got I mean, I've got a good Billy Bob Thornton movie review. It's called Our Brand is Crisis from twenty fifteen. But I'm gonna wait till next Whoa. week to review that with Sandra Bullock in her maybe her oh. best role yet, Sandra Bullock. Maybe, maybe not. I could be lying to you right now. Um, really? I will tell you it's the best Sandra Bullock's ever looked in 2015, uh, Our Brand is Crisis. But I actually hate Sandra Bullock. So <laughs> There we go. You might hate this movie then. So we'll yeah. do that. We've got a bunch of emails, um, and then we've got Pat back uh, from the dead. Uh, well, I say that now. Hopefully he's okay. Um, but Yeah, the Grateful Dead concert. The Grateful Dead concert. Yeah, he was a, he was a dead and a dead company. Uh, concert with John Mayer. Uh, I think that's where he's at right now. So email the show, chubsup.podcast at gmail.com, iTunes, Instagram, all the good stuff. And then Steed, uh, Steed Swallows, big updates coming soon or no? Oh, you, uh, you have no idea Steed Swallows has been prepping. So okay. we dipped our toes in the water uh, back about a year ago. <laughs> I noticed. And we weren't ready. We weren't ready. I, I talked to the team and I said, guys, just get a year's worth of content ready yeah. so we can start busting it out. That's and we are we are just about there. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Steve Swallow's foodie blog. Um, I'll give it a week. Okay. I'll give it a week. <laughs> okay. And then we're, then we're ready to pounce. Sounds good. At Steve Swallow's on Instagram. Uh, okay, so then we'll wrap up the show there, and then we'll uh, have everybody back next week. New episodes every Thursday. Thank you, Rosalie and Mads, Dirty Mads. The show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace.
this is Yasin. 